This episode is brought to you by Jinx, the superfood-powered dog kibble everyone's been talking about. See the results for yourself and try their one-month transformation. Within the first few weeks, you'll see how Jinx can help with your dog's energy, mood, and even digestion. And it's all thanks to the high-quality ingredients they use, like organic chicken, Atlantic salmon, and grass-fed beef. Try the one-month transformation today. Find Jinx in your local Walmart. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Thank you for being a friend. Travel Picture it, Los Angeles, 2022. Well, welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you're ever going to need to listen to. I am H. Allen Scott slash City Pines. And I'm Carrie Doherty. And this is a podcast where we used to watch an episode of what? The Golden Girls. And then we talked about it. But guess what? We ran out of episodes. So now we're breaking down all fantastic 24 episodes of The Golden Palace, which, of course, is a spinoff of The Golden Girls and is currently streaming in the United States on Hulu. I always love the way you say Hulu like a bird. Mm. I love it. Yes, we just watched season one, episode 19, titled A New Leash on Life, which aired on April 2nd, 1993, and is the one where Betty White got the show to do a great PSA on why greyhound racing is terrible and Chewy kind of dates Roland's mom, but not really. But they they were able to relate both stories, which I really liked. They were able to find themes in both the A and the B story that related to each other. And I really enjoyed that. I thought it was really tight. I enjoyed that too. You're right. It was a great sort of crossover, this theme of how people aren't useless just because they reach a certain yeah. age. Which I mean is a theme that- And dogs, people and dogs. Yes, but it's it's a theme that the Golden Girls does talk about often, most famously in the Minx episode of the original series. I think it's second season, the second season opener, I think it is. Um, and so we've had that conversation before on the Golden Girls, but it is always a delightful one to have. Why? Because then animals are involved. And I love when the ladies work with animals. I love that. I know. That dog was so sweet. Let me tell you, this episode hit me not only because um, um, I like older people dating, but also because when I was a kid, my I, re- I remember distinctly, we were big. We've always been a big animal family, both my dad and my mom's side. My parents separated and on my dad's side. And I remember one night... We were driving, I forget where, and we had already had a house full of animals, right? We had like four cats, we had two dogs. I think my brother had the the turtle at that point. Like we were a big animal family and 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 I love, love, love animals. And um, we were driving from the mall or something and my dad saw some sort of like, uh, uh, you know, greyhound adoption thing. And on a whim, we went and just adopted a greyhound that had been retired from racing. And they of course had rescued him. and. We're going to die. And we had, we adopted a Greyhound. We named him Soul. I think he might have just came with that name, Soul. He was a beautiful, beautiful, large black dog. Oh, my God. That dog was so insanely big and and tall and just wonderful. And to see it run was just, like, mesmerizing. And, oh, such a sweet face and blue eyes. He had these blue eyes. Oh, my God. Gorgeous. Oh, I loved this episode. It was, it, yeah, I'm with you. Anytime there's a dog, it was, it was so sweet. It, my dog, um, Lou, um, which actually little Oreo's middle name is Lou, um, oh. named after my dog. My <laughs> dog was a rescue and she had some greyhound dinner and she had the, you know, how greyhounds have that really yes. like broad, like rib cage. And then their belly scoops up under and they kind of, they're like, they're like a beautiful sculpture in that way. Um, and Lou, but Lou was also a mutt, but definitely had greyhound in her. And oh my gosh, when I would, I got her in New York. And when I would bring her to my mom's house, we would rent a car and I'd have to like put a blanket down. Cause she would shed everywhere. Cause you know, yeah. if you don't get every hair up, they charge you the cleaning fee yeah. and I would like be feverishly vacuuming. So I just started putting blankets down all over the rentals and we would drive the like four hours from New York to Massachusetts. And I would let her loose in my mom's backyard because, you know, in New York, we didn't have a yard. Of course. And Lou would run these laps. 
Yeah. Like, and that Greyhound came out just tongue out, not a care in the world, happiest dog on the planet. Um, Greatest dog. Also, the best dogs. I mean, I remember our concern when we got our Greyhound was that if it got out, we would never get him back because they just run so fast. There's no way we would be able to catch them, you know? And and what I remember, and this might just be the case with Soul, I don't know, but there were a couple of times where Soul got out and was like in the street and we were worried, always came back. Like the mm-hmm. most loyal, knew exactly where he needed to go. He just wanted to go on a little run and he would go on this run down the sidewalks and then he'd come all the way back and then just lay in the front yard as if it was mm-hmm. just like nothing and wait for us to come let him in. And it was, we wouldn't do that. We would not do that purposely. It was always when he accidentally got out. Yeah. Um, yeah, what a dog. It's also reminded me of the first episode of The Simpsons. Because on the first episode of The Simpsons, they went to a racetrack. It was a Christmas episode. And they went to the racetrack. And that's how they got their dog. I think Lucky is his name. I forget the dog's name. No, on the- it's not Lucky. What is the dog's name on The Simpsons? Um, oh, I'm going to have wait, to Google gonna, it now. I'm, I'm a million people are screaming. Yes. Uh, I can't think of the Why? Oh, Santa's Little Helper. Santa's Duh, Little Helper. Michael, Michael came out like yelling, Santa's Little Helper. Yeah. Um, yeah i mean just such a wonderful episode i watched that episode from time to time because it's just it reminds me of christmas and i watched it live when it came on the air and it was a big deal so greyhounds have played a big part in my life i guess and i'm sure you've been on one of their buses at some point in your life that has not been as pleasant of experiences but yes (laughs) I i have been on many a greyhound buses i have taken because i don't like to fly i have taken greyhound buses to uh, New York to DC often. That was a big one for me. New York to Bo- to Boston often. Um, and they are horrible. I mean, no offense to the Greyhound company, but wow, they're bad. I mean, it's not fun to ride in a bus for long periods of time. I, it's never enjoyable. Yeah, I, I used to take um, the Bolt bus from oh, I did that too. Yeah. Uh, New York to Boston. And yeah, it was, yeah, but it just buses and I just was never... And I always hated it when somebody sat next to me. I always loved it when I just had a free seat next to me to put my stuff on it. And the thing is, they remind the buses remind me of, and this is not to get political, but it reminds me of how in the United States we don't have a proper train system like they do in Europe and many other countries. Um, But in Europe, all over Europe, they have a very well connected train system that you can just take trains to all the major places you needed to go to. And it's so sophisticated and comfortable and normal and just average, you know what I mean? And here we barely have high-speed rail. Like we, 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 well, we barely have a regular train system, let alone nothing of a high-speed rail except for in small different pockets. And it's, there's nothing like taking the train from like London to Paris and being there in two hours with a high-speed train and being like, this is how travel should be. This is how we should be traveling. Like, how great would it be to travel from Los Angeles to Vegas or San Francisco or San Diego or whatever in a high-speed rail and just like chill and not have to drive and and emit all that gas and all the, no. No, but I have an electric car, so I don't emit any gas. (laughs) My baby, she omits a lot of gas. Yeah. I feel like on that funny joke, (laughs) um, we should take a quick break and get into this episode because I have a lot of notes. (laughs) Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Jinx, the superfood-powered dog kibble everyone's been talking about. See the results for yourself and try their one-month transformation. Within the first few weeks, you'll see how Jinx can help with your dog's energy, mood, and even digestion. And it's all thanks to the high-quality ingredients they use, like organic chicken, Atlantic salmon, and grass-fed beef. Try the one-month transformation today. Find Jinx in your local Walmart.
Okay, so I'm gonna dive right in, say a quick thing, and then we're gonna go on a quick tangent. Say a little so, before you. I started the tangent. <laughs> no, not even yet. So we start by learning that Sophia's friend Gladys Goldfein broke her hip, so she wants Sophia to take her tickets to the Bryce's right. We've met Gladys, I think. We may have met Gladys. Like in the gold on the Golden Girls, not yeah, here. on the Golden Girls. We yeah. may have get, met Gladys. We've definitely heard about her. Um, Remember when you and I went to, on The Price is Right? Well, oh, my God. Yes, that was the first <laughs> thing I thought of. As soon as they brought it up, I was like, oh, we're going to talk about that. I said, oh, gosh, it happens right. It's happened so early, but we're going to have to talk about it. We're going to be so fast. HL and I, years ago, you probably all know, went to The Price is Right. Um, <laughs> you wait in line. The whole day is spent waiting in lines. You wait in lines. You wait in lines. You wait in lines. Producers come and talk to you. They ask you what your favorite game is. They ask you a little bit about yourself. Um, like where you're from, what you do. Um, and then everybody, you have to hand over your phones. Yeah. And then you wait in another line, you wait longer, you wait longer. And then you're waiting in line for so long that somebody comes out and they bring you some food. And then you get inside and it's freezing in the studio. And also the studio is a lot smaller than you think it's going to be. Which I love. And um, neither one of us got called up. You did at the very Drew end Perry. when we weren't taping. I did at the very end when they weren't taping, I was the random person whose number was called to go up to receive a hundred dollars. But yeah. then because I had won something, even though I didn't win on the show. And I feel like I've told the story, forgive me if you've heard it before. I got to go backstage with all the winners to like sign the paperwork. And I remember leaving you being like, I guess I'll see you soon. Yeah. And I walked past stage past where they store the giant wheel. Oh, I wanted to reach out and touch it so bad. Why didn't they brought you? me into well, because we were like being escorted. I didn't want to get in oh. trouble. Oh, I, I would do it. I would do it. I'm one of those. People. It was like, it was like housed. It was like put away so that I think if I were to try to spin it, it just would, it wouldn't have even moved. Yeah, anyway. It happened for you. So we all go up to this big conference room and we're sitting around and some of the people were like, um, so that prize that I won, like that hot tub, I live in a rented one bedroom, tiny apartment. I don't know how I'm going to have a hot tub there. And they were like, well, you don't need to accept the hot tub. You can, I don't know if I signed an NDA to not talk about this. I don't think I did, but they were like, I'm um, by now. Yeah. They were like, um, well, you don't have to take the hot tub if you don't want, you can take like a cash prize instead. I would so somebody did that. that. Another person, I think it won like a car and, or they'd won something and they were like, so when will I get it? And they were like, um, here's like a two week window. It's going to like show up sometime then we don't know when, but it'll just like show up anyway. Everybody was very excited and they were all very friendly. Um, it was a wild experience, but you should post the photo yeah, that you and I, I, I know had I have taken. It. Yeah. We look so elated. So elated. It was such a fun experience. I don't know if I was back. I'm one of those people that I will make the moment happen for me if I see an opportunity to make a moment happen. For me. And if I needed to spin that wheel, I would have found a way to spin that. I literally this happened to me on Oprah. I did. I was on Oprah like a couple of years ago because of some stupid joke that I did. It was when Shirley MacLaine was on and we were able to go back and meet Shirley MacLaine and Oprah. Right. And they told us not to hug Oprah. I had to, like I had to, and I did it. And I know she was angry at me. I'm sure she was, but I'm okay with that because I, I did what I needed to do. And that I can put a period at that point in my life. Period. Hey, hey, <laughs> all right. Well, all right. All right. Let's get back into it. Cause I yes. immediately took us off the rails. I'm going to get us back. Um, so Gladys Goldfein giving Sophia her tickets to the price is right. Cause she broke her hip getting out of bed. And Sophia's like, yeah, she's a real daredevil. Um, it's in two days, uh, Rose in and Miami. Blanche. I mean, how it's in two days. Well, Blanche and Rose are like, how are you going to pay for a plane ticket? You're not even that good at it. Like, and Blanche is like, I'm sorry, Sophia, but you can't go. And I'm like, you're not Dorothy. Yeah. Like, what do you mean telling her she can't go? I mean, they're kind of pseudo Dorothy's. They've, they've, they've I guess. They've kind of like, come on. You know? Um, so meanwhile, Chewie is hanging out in the lobby, feet up on the table. Who's cooking? Yeah. Um, 
Roland's mom is back. We find out Roland's mom is in town. Uh, Roland is telling Chewy this. He's been, uh, Roland's been worried about his mom ever since the divorce and he's supposed to hang out with her. But this woman named Camille that he's super into called and she wants to him to take her out. So he's going to ditch his mom. Yeah. And there's this terrible runner about Camille, how she eats too much candy and gained weight. And it's like, oh, come on. I Did know. not age well. No, well, it, it, I don't think I would have liked it then. Yeah. I mean, when I say did not age well, I mean, it was a more acceptable joke to be honest. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. But I do feel like every fat person probably watched being like, okay. Ugh. Yeah. Um, so meanwhile, Rose and Blanche are checking in a man named Mr. Sardisco. For a moment, I thought this was this guy from this, cause you didn't see his full face. I don't think at first you only saw like a profile of him. And I kept looking being like, is that the guy that beat or that like grabbed Dorothy in that one like abuse storyline on the Golden Girls? Like I thought it was oh, the same actor for no. a while. It's not. It's not. No. Um, so they're checking him in. Blanche is, of course, hitting on him, which is really funny. Yeah. Um, he's racing his greyhound, Darling Flo, um, at the local track. Uh, there's a really great joke where Rose says that she loves dogs. She goes, they're so smart. They play poker. I've seen the pictures. So funny. I laughed out loud um it was so great so sophia is thinking of going down to the track to gamble and win money to pay for her plane ticket to go to la never a good situation never a good decision don't go so no. dorothy would be so disappointed in her after well, dorothy gave up her gambling and it was it was something that affected sophia doesn't father have sophia can handle it but still lead no. by example yeah um so um Blanche is asking, um, you know, how the dog is going to do, and they're just kind of yeah. getting to know each other. And he's like, you know, even though I think she's a winner, you know, there's no such thing as a sure thing. And Blanche is like laughing and she gives him his room key and she goes, want a bit. <laughs> I, just, I love it. Yeah. Um, so then Roland's mother shows up. She's super excited to hang out. She's back for Roland's her like, She was on a, a previous episode. The amazing mm -hmm. Janae yes. Dubois, who two-time oh. winner from like good times and everything great miss dubois love her. it was so nice to see her back I, a years ago I, rest in peace oh rest in peace yeah. um so she's excited to hang out with roland he's like sorry mom like i can't the hotel is way too busy i don't like that i mean i like i do like the joke that happens after he says the hotel's way too busy and it cuts to sophia trying to swat a fly and blanche like looking at herself in the mirror which is what i would exactly be doing um but if your mother is in town, don't go on a date with a stranger. Just don't. I mean, if you have something prearranged with someone you've known for a long time that your mother knows and it's like a, you know, whatever, your mom could even tag along or something, whatever it is. But don't plan a date. No. Roland, you better I son. mean, I feel like he could have waited until his mom left. I yeah. guess for Roland, he was like, I'm going to go on this one date and then my mom is going to be here for a couple of days. So then we'll hang out. I don't think you should have lied to her, but it doesn't matter because she was onto him. She was yeah. like, have fun with Camille. And then it turns out she says yeah. she was the one who set it up. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so then um, Rose comes into the kitchen. But before we go into Rose, okay. I do want to ask you. So like in watching it, I love, I love Janae Dubois. And um, I was thinking, watching her in this episode, she she fit in so well with everybody. She was so good with Roland, so good with Chewy, so good with the girls. Like, she fits in really well. I wonder why they didn't add her into the mix. You know what I mean? Like, I thought she would have been a great series regular of just sort of someone who is a part of it. Gave, it, it would give more weight to Roland's story. It would give more, it would give more sort of dynamics with, with the women, with other women. It would, like... It would just bring it was almost like bringing in another Dorothy in a way in that the that Janae could play this or another Blanche or whatever you want to call it like she could she could add another female perspective in. I I agree with you when they like later on we'll get to the scene where the women are all sitting around the mm -hmm. table giving Roland advice about his mom and sort of what it means to be a single woman of a certain age yeah. and kind of move on with your life and start dating again for the first time. Mm -hmm. I did think I was like oh yeah that could 
that could actually generate a lot of story on this yeah. show. If like, if Roland's mom was somehow involved in the business or she just lived mm-hmm. next door or she was just like staying there with yeah. Roland. Um, yeah, it could have made a lot of really good stories. So I agree with you on that. And yeah, she's such a, she fits in so naturally, like you were yeah. saying, like Janae Dubois, like so naturally. I, I think yeah. she actually would have been a really great addition. So I agree with but, you on that. Yeah. Great point. Um, so there's a really funny moment where Rose comes into the kitchen at night and Sophia's got like all of her meds laid out with like a wine glass and she's taking them one by one and Rose interrupts her. And Sophia's like, oh, you made me lose track. I'll either be up all night or I'll see you Thursday. <laughs> so um, Roland comes back from his date with Camille and it turns out he learns because Rose was supposed to hang out with his mom, but Rose is like, oh, I didn't because her and Chewy hung out. And he's like, oh, Chewy, my mom hung out. So Chewy goes into the dining room where, um, uh, wait, what did I write? They're in the dining room hanging out. <laughs> Roland and Chewy were gone. Who was running the hotel? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, he goes in the dining room where Chewy and his mom are. Who is running this hotel? Chewy did not work once this episode, and I didn't see Sophia cook a damn thing. Who was running the kitchen? <laughs> anyway. I also don't see any other hotel guests, so, like, I have a yeah. feeling not much is happening mm-hmm. in a hotel this week. Yeah, maybe. It wasn't a busy yeah. week. So um, Roland does not like that Chewy is hanging out with his mother. And it kind of reminds me of when Dorothy gets mad at Blanche for hanging out with Stan. Yeah. Um, Because turns out Roland had a terrible time on his date because she left with another guy, just like Dorothy, who like her sailor guy got shipped away or he just like ditched her. So now I have time to focus on this thing that I was like probably okay with, but now I'm not okay with. Yeah. Yeah. I can relate with Chewie in this in this situation because like I have always been the person that in the group that can hang out with anybody. You know what I mean? Like I can make conversation with anybody. I can find a way to pass the time with anybody. Like I will make it work whoever I am with. And so like I feel like I'm kind of like a Chewie in that respect that I I could I could see, oh, well, Roland's mom's in town and I don't want her to be left alone. And, you know, Roland's a friend of mine. So, of course, I'll go hang out with with Roland's mom and keep her company. Yeah. And also Roland, you ditched her. Yeah. Like she didn't, she wasn't going to wait around for you. So yeah, she went and hung out with Chewy. Yeah. Um, so Roland's basically like, Hey mom, now I'm free to hang out. And she was like, well, actually I have brunch with Chewy tomorrow. Again, who's cooking? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Meanwhile, Mr. Sardisco comes into the lobby with darling Flo, this cute, like gray, Cute. gray, brown, greyhound. Yeah, yeah. Like grayish gray, brown. Yeah. Um, there's a really funny bit where, um, he's talking to Blanche about how he hangs out with dogs so much. He forgets what it's like to be around women. Yeah, and know. as he's saying this, he's putting his arms around Blanche and like kind of scratching her ear and he goes, you're a good girl. Good girl. He like, he like yeah, he like rubs her neck. It's, it's so funny. Mm-hmm. It was like a little creepy, but I was like, I understand why you have to touch her that way for the joke, but it definitely think, made me like, I, I, I don't, I would have had a tag to it where I would have like, as she's, as she's responding to it, like they do like a wide shot and she's like tapping her leg or something. Oh, that would have been really cute. You know what I mean? Like something yeah. like that a dog would do. It just, it made me uncomfortable because again, I understand where he had to put his hands kind of up by her neck, yeah. but it was like a very, like, this is a man you've just met. And yes, I understand very you're flirting intimate. and stuff, but it was very like, almost like, like a choke. Like he was yeah. like going to choke mm-hmm. her. Like, I, I just don't like what yeah. like, um, like a in, man puts his, you know. Turned into an episode of, of like oxygen snapped or something. I didn't. Was, I was like, like mm-hmm. yeah. um so oh then there's such a great such a great blanche line where um so they're all getting ready to go to the track to see darling flow race so blanche rose and sophia are getting ready to leave uh with mr sardisco and blanche is like okay sophia and i will grab our purses and he's like and the guy goes i'll go out to the van and grab the muzzle Blanche goes, oh, that won't be necessary. We'll just give her one beer at the track. <laughs> Talking about Sophia. I laughed so hard because that's so true. So I also don't know if you noticed this, but throughout the whole episode, Sophia is, again, like trying to prove everybody that she'd be really good on the prices, right? 
So like every once in a while, Sophia will have a line where, you know, she's talking about like dog food and then she goes like can of Alpo 79 cents, Bob. But like for this one in particular, she was, I think she was looking right into the camera, like striking the barrel. Cause then when they cut wide, Blanche is on one side, Rose is on the other. I'm like, who is Sophia talking to? I think, I think that go back and watch. I think I will. I didn't know that. She's looking right down the barrel. Every, every time she said the prices, I thought of you because you are very good at that. And Was I? Yeah, you are. You are good at that. You know things. You know practical things and things that I I think I know some practical things, but not not a lot. I wouldn't be able to tell you how much like milk costs. You know what I mean? Really? Are you really a Lucille Bluth? Like, what's a banana cost, Michael? Eight dollars? Is that? Are you really? Do you not I'm know not, how much like, milk I'm not costs? That, I don't because I don't buy milk, and I. I mean, is it four dollars? I don't know. Yeah, that is, for like a gallon, sure. Is that yeah. is that how much it would cost? I mean, but I also yeah, feel like, like I see it for like two dollars, four dollars. I don't know, but I'm also thinking I get I get like almond milk, and I feel like that's like three to four dollars a gallon. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know almond milk at, at Target cost me two dollars and eighty seven cents. Oh, that's a great deal for a gallon. Yeah, maybe I should be buying my almond milk at Target. I mean, I love Target. Mm. OK, well, let's uh, yeah, <laughs> let's keep it moving. Um, so Mr. Sardisco, um, so as they're getting ready to leave, uh, Blanche and Sophia are already gone. It's just him and Rose. Um, and, um, you know, he's talking about what happens to darling Flo if she doesn't uh, win today. He's like, you know, we'll, we'll have to put her down. And Rose goes, well, I don't think insulting her is going to help. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, I mean, put her to sleep. And when he says this, the look on Rose's face, like the red, she registers what he means and yeah. just the look of horror. And she was like, she's, no longer, she's still so young and healthy. She's no longer Rose. She's Betty White in this moment. Yes, she's she, become, you're right. She's become rest Betty of this White. Episode, she becomes Betty White. Yeah, you're right. She's Betty White for the rest of the episode. Yeah. Um. So he's like, look, you know, winning pays for the kennel costs and trainers. But like, you know, if she doesn't win, like I can't keep up with those costs. Mm-hmm. And Rose is like, I want nothing to do with this. It's not right. And she like storms off. Yes. Her. There should have been an applause break there. Yeah. I would have gone up and I would have called PETA. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Some being as someone from Massachusetts who has an uncle Peter in the way with the accent. That's Peter. Peter. Best name when Hunger Games came out. And I was like, are you kidding me? Ask any kid who's from fucking South Shore, Massachusetts, who knows somebody named Peter. <laughs> I think you came up with a smart name, Hunger Games. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> Uh, where was I? Um, hmm. Matt says oh, my accent there, flips there, out every once in a while when still, I talk. I mean, I, I hear it from time to time too, actually. So there is, they go to the, the track. They're at the track now. and So before we're at the track, oh, sorry, I'm, I should, I mean, th- those scenes are so short. And they I was so, and I was so like struck by the, the, the what leads into the track. There, there's like a, a clip of them running, the dogs running that th- threw me for some reason. Oh, I missed that, I think. Yeah. Um, but before we get there, uh, Chewie and Roland's uh, mom are back from brunch and Roland's behind the counter, blueberry like pancake. crouching, oh, blueberry pancakes. And he's like crouching and kind of hiding. Mm-hmm. And he sees Chewie give his yeah. mom a little peck on the lips. Oh, let's sleep though. Ooh. Um, so Chewie is, so he, Roland is not happy. He's like, Hey man, my mom's going through a messy divorce. She's very vulnerable. Stay away. And Chewie's like, or I'll just stay away from you. Yeah. But like, I kind of get it. Like, yeah. don't kiss my mom. Don't kiss I mean, my mom. It, it's getting a little personal. Like I would, I would, at that point, I'd want some sort of explanation. You know what I mean? Or just yeah. like bring me into the conversation. Let's, let's have a conversation. Yeah. Let's have an open conversation yeah. because yeah. honestly, the thing that's wild is that later we'll reveal, it sounds like they've been hanging out to, to sort of commiserate and, and get advice from each other about yeah. going through a divorce. Which is that's like something needed. that Chewie's gone through. Yeah. And it feels like if you had just told Roland that, he would completely understand. But instead, you're kind of like letting him think that you're trying to date his mom and he's clearly getting upset. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I feel like no, they I could have told him sooner. I agree. So now we're at the racetrack. And they, said, they have this lead-in shot where... It's like just a generic B-roll shot of like the dogs racing at the track. Oh, I do remember. So, it was so bright and it was so jarring and it was so unlike, I think, what we usually see on the Golden Palace that I was kind of like, 
okay and then it yeah it was probably it was stock footage and it was yeah. probably like the best that they could get yeah um so yeah we're at like the racetrack sort of where you get your tickets and sophia and blanche are there getting their tickets and there's an announcement from a man over a loudspeaker that sounds like robin leach of like lifestyles of the rich and famous like he was like number seven darling flow has been scratched from the rice <laughs> i was like somebody give that what could have been robin leach i don't know but yeah. somebody give that voice actor uh, an award yeah um so then mr sardisco comes out and he's like um hey somebody stole my dog um because that's what it means to have been scratched from the race i guess um so then we cut to the hotel kitchen and rose has darling flow and she has like put these little like these giant black like spots on her mm -hmm. and she goes you're a dalmatian fire dog from now on which is so Act funny break. which is so funny oh my gosh um so act break we come back we're back at now we're back at the, the hotel um in blanche and so yeah in the kitchen yeah um blanche and sophia return from the racetrack and the exchange at the top of the scene is so amazing um we just have to play. rose what are you doing back so soon you are not gonna believe what happened at the track today get out of here <laughs> i didn't tell you what happened yet oh i know i, I was just talking to the devil uh, <laughs> um i love it. rose saying i was just talking to the devil is so you were funny. saying it kind of reminds me of in the last episode when they see it's like it's just something so funny and unexpected from rose it reminds me of the last episode when um they're freaking out because they're like we have a dead body and yeah. the news crews are here yeah. and this and that and rose is like I, I think we should just try to have fun with it like it just <laughs> it was one of those unexpected rose lines that made me laugh yeah. um so then uh so they have no idea that rose took the dog yeah. and sophia finds a box of dog treats and, and she, she starts she, it's so funny because her face is she's so delighted by it mm -hmm. but it's dog treats that reminds her of the treats that she was given as shady pines yeah she's like oh this is the same trail mix they used to service at shady pines woof that's good it's so she funny even i woofs. love the woof she even woofs i love she it woofs. it was so good yeah um so i loved this scene that's coming up um so then roland comes in all the women are there he's upset about chewy hanging out with his mom cheesecake time and, yep i wish they did this more on this show no, like women they really giving, don't they don't i wish like i was like oh right they don't do a lot of cheesecake moments i know it when it happened i was like it reminded me oh like you don't i didn't realize it was missing until i see it it's kind of yeah, wild we don't get a lot of those moments i feel like they kind of did it the early on yeah they, and did. they kind of abandoned it um, they did it on the b arthur episode too which was great oh yeah of course yeah um so there's a really funny line where rose is like roland if chewy marries your mom that would make you and roland goes a convicted killer <laughs> um because he's still so upset um and blanche is like oh such a great line she's like you know it's hard for us to see our parents as sexual beings and rose freaks out like no no not my parents not my no 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 not my parents blanche is like no no rose not your parents i'm sure after they had you they didn't want to take that chance again Which i laughed so hard at that it's so good and i oh. always love anytime like rue mcclanahan is like fidgeting with food while she uh -huh. makes those kind of jokes it's so amazing she's a great prop actress she's such a good prop actor um yeah. so roland is like look i'm you know i'm worried about my mom she's an old woman she's practically 50 and all Which, the women just like stare daggers yeah. at him amazing um it's so amazing also what i love like, is that janae dua who you know at that point was oh how old was she she would have been well over 50 and she looked like she was 40 something mm -hmm. like gorgeous yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. yes she looks amazing um so you know blanche is like look you should be happy your mom is out there living life instead of just watching it pass by which i thought was like just such a nice poignant thing to say yeah um which is and, like so true let her have yeah. fun mm -hmm. yeah it was it was a really nice it was a really nice scene um and rose is like look if chewy makes her happy that's all that counts and uh and you know this is kind of sinking in with roland and there's a really great sophia line where she's like i mean Things could be worse. Your mother could start dating Chewy. And then she goes, I drifted during the conversation, didn't I? <laughs> Which is, I, I do that a lot too. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, so the next day we start in the lobby where I think Sophia and Blanche are like looking into some kind of toy from a cereal box. Do you know exactly what that was? Like no, a tiny I viewfinder? I don't, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I know it was a little viewfinder, but I don't know why they had it. I forget the setup for it. But Sophia thinks that she sees a naked man on a cereal yeah. box. And then obviously it's not it's a, a, it's a toucan yeah <laughs> it was just a very strange like top of the yeah, scene like was. i was like what okay that's interesting yeah. all right it just felt like i'm like are they like are they like we're like doing like a half advertisement for like fruit loops i don't know yeah <laughs> i just you know because she calls it like the fruity toucan or so, i don't know it was weird anyway mr sardisco comes in and he's like I know Miss Nyland stole my dog because yeah. someone apparently saw a blonde creeping around the track, which I don't know that that doesn't really narrow it down that it really much. Doesn't. They saw a blonde woman like they should okay. have, they should have done something like, you know, there were remnants of like cheese left in her trail or something like something that would have like identified Rose. Yeah, like no. something like make a joke out of it. Yeah. Um. So then the dog comes down the stairs and yeah. Rose goes, hey, it's Spot, the dieting fire dog. The dieting, the dieting fire dog. I, know. I died. I died. Yeah. And oh, then you're I right. Love, I do love sorry. everything that happens in this scene when Rose. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. It's not Rose. When, when it's Betty White. Betty, Betty White. White laying some she, facts. And the girls help her out too. In mm -hmm. the end, they, 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 it's, it's a, it's a great, great scene. Yep. She says, according to the Humane Society, they kill 50,000 greyhounds a year. And she's just going on and on. Mm -hmm. She says, I don't understand how people keep letting this go on. Um, yeah, Blanche and Sophia jump on board. They're like, we are also the type of people who do not want to see this dog get put down yeah, because they're now finally aware of what's going on. He's even like, Miss Petrillo, like you could come down and get your winnings or whatever. And she's like, I don't need it. You know what I mean? Like, she's like, mm -hmm. I don't need to go to, to the Price is Right anymore. Like, I love it. It's perfect. You stand up yeah. for what your friends believe in. Mm -hmm. yeah and that's what they believe in too they're yeah. like nope we bred minks we're not yeah. nope um <laughs> so but then the dude leaves with the dog which yeah, it, sucks it triggered me so hard because i was like the the dog cannot die in this episode i i cannot you know, i was really sad i actually thought i was like oh they're gonna get to keep the dog but then he left with the dog and i was like oh no i was um so later, um, Roland's mom is upset yeah. with him. Um, and he just apologizes. He's like, look, you know, maybe I was just being overprotective. Like I would feel this way if it were any guy, like I'm totally okay with it. I'm not freaking out. Yeah. And, um, and she's there with Chewy cause they just come back from hanging out again. Mm -hmm. And he's like, so where did you guys go? The beach? And um, she's like, no, we went to the Mecca hotel. And before either she or Chewy says it, maybe it's Chewy. We yeah. went to the Mecca hotel before he can even finish the sentence. Roland jumps, again, over, the thing. jumps over the uh, counter. And like, yeah. again, just the physical, all the physical stuff that yeah. Don Cheadle does on this show is so, so good. good. He jumps over the counter. He like starts like choking Chewy. And Chewy's like, no, no, it was a divorce support group. There's something about Roland in this episode I don't like. And I just I don't like his his take on a lot of it. I love Don Cheadle, but I don't like Roland's take on a lot of these things. Well, he's I mean, he's he's in a negative mindset. He's he's upset. He's angry basically the yeah. whole episode. Yeah. Um, so you know, he's not really he's not really happy this episode. No. Um, so yeah, he's like, look, we're you know, he's just trying to help her through the divorce as someone who's divorced. Like, I yeah. think that's really nice of Chewy. Yeah. Um Chewy's a good person. Yeah, yeah, he's a good person. And yeah. so I think Roland may apologize to Chewy. I don't know, but I'm like, dude, you you, you should get yourself. in the kitchen and and cook for Chewy now. Who's exactly. cooking? Who's cooking this whole episode? I don't know. Exactly. Order time. Um but Roland's mom, she ends up saying that, like, look, she's not ready to date. But when the time comes, like, she can take care of herself. And yeah, he's like, yeah, okay. Woman. Then a handsome man comes into the lobby to check in. And Roland goes, you're not my daddy. I'll never call you daddy. And okay, runs Roland. off. Okay, Roland. I was wondering if you were going to make this your ringtone. What, you're Don not Cheadle daddy? saying, you're not my daddy. I'll never call you daddy. No, I don't think so, because I, I didn't like Roland in this episode. So when he said it, I was like, oh, brother, like I rolled my eyes. 
Got it. See, I didn't know what your opinion was on yeah. Roland in this episode before I wrote mm. that in my notes. But someone sent me the video of Roland in the the situation. Do you know what episode it is? I don't know what episode it is, but I, I've seen the video. Okay. What and do you think? I mean, we'll get to it when we get to that episode, but oh, okay. I, it's, it's, I've, I've already taken my anxiety medication. <laughs> In preparation for the future episode or okay. after having watched the video. Got Just so it. I can be calm, rational about it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to off, uh, off the podcast, when we're done recording. I'm going to ask you, um, what the experience has been like for you. Um, <laughs> so, uh, the women are now in the lobby watching the prices, right? Why do they just have a random, it seems like a, like a stationary television just in the lobby. That's what I said. I was like, they just have a TV on the floor in the lobby. I yeah. mean, it was like it was like the laundry shoot and the giant laundry basket yeah. in the kitchen in the last episode. It was like they just bring it in for you for know, the episode. For the yeah, I was just like, well, you know what? I was like, why? Why aren't they in one of the women's rooms? But it's yeah. because it's because Mr. Sardisco has to come in and tell them how the dog did in the race. But before that, so they're watching the prices right. And they clearly got Bob Barker and. um Oh my gosh, why am I blanking on the announcer's name? He's a oh, famous announcer. Yeah. Is right. Well, then I can um, so he's, uh, they're, they're like, you know, the next contestant on the price is right. Rod, Sophia Petrillo, Rod come Roddy. on down. Rod, what was that? Rod Roddy. Is that the, is that the announcer? Rod. Oh yeah. Rod. Yeah. Um, so, um, so yeah, we just hear their voice and they're like, Sophia Petrillo. Oh, she's not here. That's never happened. Which and they, that like, would never happen on the prices, right? No, because they would, uh, um, everybody is two people who have stood in line and been yeah, on the prices, right? Experience. Thank you. Yeah. You have know to actually be there yeah. for them to call your name. Did we yeah. also tell everybody how, um, your name on your name tag has to be your name as it appears on your driver's license. It's really bothered me because that is not the case for me. Mine, I had to put Carrie Ann on mine. I didn't like it. And oh, they wrote man. it and it was like, it was so hard to read because there were so many letters and that ugly yeah. hyphen. Oh, anyway. I, I have that with my last name. It's hard to read. Yeah. So like, come on now. Anyway. So Mr. Sardisco comes into the lobby and Rose is like, hey, how did Darling Flo do? And he's like, she came in fifth. And Betty White, I keep saying Rose, I should say Betty White. So Betty White is like, so look, I found a National Greyhound Adoption Program. I'm going to try to get the dog placed there. And he's like, well, you should know that like those can be really hard to get into because there are so many of them. And she's like, well, then you know what? You shouldn't be breeding them as puppies in the Boom. first place. Boom. And we need to let people know that these dogs make great pets Boom. so we can find more homes for them. And then she's like, look, I'm going to take morning flow and I'm basically going to foster her, find somebody else to foster her. And I'm going to get her into a home. Thank you. Goodbye. And he you know, lets her have the dog. I'm just, I'm just realizing that we probably adopted the Greyhound that we got soul in nine or in the, around this time when this episode aired in like 93. Cause I must've been, I was a kid. I was a little kid. So I, yeah. I wonder if your family saw the episode i wonder they didn't watch it with me. you should ask your mom i will oh no it was with my dad so my mom wouldn't know mm. yeah well that's basically the episode and then there's a tag yeah. mm -hmm. which i was like oh i knew where that was coming from it's like yeah. all these things that you think the dog did like peed on the thing and knock the person down and yada yada oh, but it was Sophia. Sophia. Uh, I saw that uh, I know the whole time I was like Sophia's old we get it blah 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 yeah. yeah so yeah but overall like I like I loved the messaging of the episode Same. I'm glad I feel like the women were really like this is a, an important cause to us and we would like for you to write an episode about it I'm imagining that's how it went down. Yeah. Um, I like to think that's how it did, but I hope yeah. so. Regardless, it was a really tight episode, I thought. Yeah. And and like you said, I liked how um thematically this sort of like just because people or dogs reach a certain age doesn't mean that they're useless exactly. or anymore. Like exactly. I thought that was really nice and uh, yeah. profound for you to point out. I love it. Oh, well, should we uh, take a little break and come back with our golden takeaway? Oh, yeah. Let's GT it up.
So we are back with our golden takeaways, which is a nugget of truth or inspiration that you can apply to your life or the lives of our listeners. Carrie, what is your GT this week? It's funny because I have my golden takeaway from last week and I'm looking at it and it says, um, watch weekend at Bernie's, but no, then I have my one from this week. So I'm going to watch weekend at Bernie's, which I haven't done yet. Mm-hmm. Um, my golden takeaway is adopt, don't shop. Okay. Yeah. So I know a lot of our listeners live in Los Angeles and I know it's really tempting to get dogs from, I don't want to call them like bougie, but like cool, hip, um, rescues, right. People who, you know, these dogs have multiple applications in for them. Those dogs are going to get adopted. If you really want to adopt a dog that might potentially be put down because these, these rescues, these are where people go. But if you go to a shelter, especially the South LA shelter, Stan, um, before we had baby Oreo used to volunteer there, they have like hundreds of dogs at a time. I'm not trying to bump people out. They also have cats. They have rabbits, South LA shelter. It's a little overwhelming, but if you are sincerely looking to adopt an animal, like follow them on social media, um, check them out, go visit. You can see the dogs there, somebody, there are volunteers that will help you, but that's the place to go. If you, if you truly want to save, um, a dog that, you know, maybe has been in that system for, I mean, some of these dogs have been there a year, you know, so just uh, uh, getting a rescue dog is amazing. But if you can check out a shelter, um, that's where the dogs uh, really, really need, they really, really need homes, those dogs. Yeah, no, I got my Frasier, Frasier's a cat, obviously, but I got my Frasier from a shelter. Um, And it's, it's, uh, it's really rewarding to, to, you know, Frasier had been, found with his sister and his mom like underneath the five like the you know that bridge in in over um the five in glendale like going over los Feliz mm-hmm. boulevard there and that's where they were that's where they were found they found them there and then they brought them to the shelter which was right just down the street which was really convenient and then a couple weeks later i walked in and Frazier looked at me. I walked in with my friend Colleen and Frazier immediately looked at me and kept looking at me everywhere I went in the in the mm. in the place looking because I had to do, you know, the Jew and me, I had to do my due, due diligence. And I went and I looked at every single cat and sort of, you know, saw them all and held them all and did all the things. And but Frazier kept looking at me. And that's mm-hmm. the origins of Frazier. And now we are, what is it, 2014. So all going on almost eight years later, um, uh, Frazier is in my little life and he's lovely. And every time I look at him, I am so happy that I made the decision to adopt Frazier. So yes, Aww, go adopt that. a rescue. Yes, pet. adopt, don't shop. I, I miss Frazier. I miss um, when we used to record and Frazier would like sneak up on me and startle me. I miss <laughs> that when we used up. to record in person. He still sneaks up and it's really enjoyable to watch how he treats Michael and I so differently because he, the different we there's different things that we give him you know what i mean like mm-hmm. to to it's just a food and enjoyment from michael for our fraser and for me it is the necessity of like certain things you know i will clean the box i will make sure that i i pet him in the certain way that i because only i can be rough with him in the way that he likes to be rough because mm-hmm. everyone else is so like timid with him and stuff and uh and so it's it's a it's a it's a fun little he has a good little life. I'm really proud of that. Um, yeah. My golden takeaway is that my golden takeaway is also animal related, but because Betty White was such an animal lover and dedicated so much of her life to animals, I always think it's it's worthy in any situation when animals are involved to you know give back to animal organizations that that Betty White loved and that or in your local community. Just because even if you're not in Los Angeles, there's lots of different places that you can either go adopt pets or you can, you know, uh, volunteer and give donations and do what you can. And you can even, there's even these things like on Amazon where like you can, you can donate portions of like your Amazon purchases to like a certain organization. And there's so many animal organizations that you can do that with. So there's lots of different ways to give back and give back because animals are our friends and they, they're part of our lives and they keep us company, but don't do the baby voice. That's something I want people to stop doing with animals. No more baby voices. I'm over the baby voices. Talk to the animals like they're people. What about baby voices with babies? Even then, I don't do it. I usually, maybe I'll go like, oh, hi, you know, but that's just my fag voice. <laughs> Can I tell you that um, 
one of the parenting books I read before I had a little Oreo said that, um, babies like a higher pitched voice. Oh. And when you do baby, when you do like, when you do little baby talk to them that they like, like that pitch. Oh. Um, well. so I feel like, I feel like my baby voice has calmed down a little bit with baby Oreo, but I definitely, I don't talk to her. Like I talk to you right there's now. Like my cadence is definitely about different. a baby voice that just like irks me. I had a coworker once who almost exclusively spoke in a baby voice and had a well, nervous that's different because and i i think i've been triggered ever since by baby voice oh i see yeah. and i was of course the asshole then who when she would be like we're going to chipotle anybody want anything <laughs> i would be like why is that funny that oh you've funny oh you've riled up my dog he's downstairs barking he doesn't like baby voices either oh my goodness well I think that's a great golden takeaway. And thank you all so, so much for listening today. And be sure to tune in next week when we watch. Uh, <laughs> what episode is next? Wait, they were out of order on Wikipedia. Hold on, I can tell you. I can tell I you. I think we're when, watching Pros and Concierge. Yes, we, when we pros, watch Pros and Concierge. Pros and Concierge. Yeah. It's going to be great because it's about Chewy's big mouth results in Roland losing his job after it's revealed he met with the owners of a rival hotel. Oh, Ooh. I know this one. Oh, wow. We've Juicy. never te we've never teased before what the episode's about. We usually oh. only say the name. Wow. There you go. Oh, my goodness. So, hey. Where can everybody find out on the Lanai channel? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's part of my job. Um, you can follow us on all. Well, first off, we are part of the Hoo Ha Ha Network, which you should go download that app and you can listen to us on Hoo Ha Ha. And you can even get it on your TV, which is very exciting. Um, so go support those other podcasts that they do. And you can also see me on Hoo Hoo's Pride. Hoo 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 on Hoo-Ha-Ha's -Ha Pride Show on June 24th here in Los Angeles in Santa Monica. You can go to Hoo-Ha-Ha's uh, Instagram or my Instagram or any of them to find information. And we're going to post it with this week's episode as well, a post where you can see information about the show. So definitely come to that. You can follow us on all the social media. So on Twitter, we are Golden Girls Pod. On Instagram, we are out on the Lanai official. And on Facebook, we are Golden Girls Pod. And I am HLN Scott and Sadie Pines on everything. And I'm Squidzy on Instagram and Squiddy Squid on Twitter. And if you guys have a moment, please rate and review the podcast wherever you get podcasts because we love to hear your thoughts. And it also just helps to elevate our podcast yeah. even more. And thank you so, so much for listening today. We really appreciate everyone talking with us on Twitter and on Instagram and on Facebook and all that stuff and sending us lovely messages. And anytime there's Golden Girls news, it makes me so happy. We love it. We love it. Okay, guys, remember... As always, stay golden. I'm not kidding. You won't see the biggest gift will be from me and the car.